Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all had an absolutely wonderful night. And uh, just to give you guys a heads up, I know a lot of people called up and took advantage of it. Yesterday, we have a small amount left of the probiotic $100 billion. We're basically dumping it out below cost at 50% off because it's got a best buy date of July 31st, 2021. Now, if you guys know you heard me yesterday, we had some in stock. We're down. I, I just checked it. These are the real numbers. As of this morning, we have right at 60 boxes left, 60, you know, boxes of the probiotic 100 billion. So I'm letting you know right now, by the end of the day, it's going to be all gone. So if you wanted to jump on the sale, it's up to you. I never tell you guys that because we generally try to keep everything in stock, but I intentionally went back there and I counted everything from orders and looked on the website and saw what our totals were left on it. So we have 60 boxes left. So pretty much by the end of day today, it's going to be pulled off the website. I can promise you that. If we have a couple boxes left, I'm still going to pull it off the website because I'm not going to leave it on all weekend and not monitor it and come into the office on Monday and have a bunch of it that I basically can't fill. So just wanted to give you guys a heads up on that on the front webpage, healthmasters.com, probiotic, $100 billion. Also, to check out the eyesight on sale for products of the week. Now, to get into some news, it's something I saw yesterday that was very interesting. I commend Rand Paul for really hammering bobblehead Fauci. The guy with the you know the short man syndrome that loves to tell everybody what to do tell tells three hundred thirty million what they have to do with their lives, uh, but this is interesting. So, in the Senate COVID hearing, Rand Paul was expressing frustration and basically told him that wearing masks is turned into theater now, and Paul expressed frustration when Fauci said the predictions that America might need to wear masks now until twenty twenty two. Now, one thing that I have found about Fauci is that he is a total narcissist. He loves to hear himself talk, and he loves to make demands and dictate edicts on what people have to do. I've watched him do this numerous times, and I've analyzed him from a psychological standpoint. And granted, we know that he is definitely a globalist do-boy, but on top of that, he's also the highest-paid federal employee in the entire country of $440 million a year. So this guy has gotten in this position by being able to worm his way into things, and he has gotten into this section now where he literally gets to tell 330 million people, well, at least allegedly try to tell them what they can and can't do. Granted, myself, dad, many other people absolutely disregard anything this man says because he's what been involved in from the National Institute of Health all the way from funding $3.5 million to the Wuhan Institute to find out how to get a gain of function from a COVID virus, from bats to humans and other animals to humans. So this guy's been complicit all the way from the beginning in this thing happening. And he also has a huge stake in Moderna. In my numbers that I've researched, he's poised to make up to $500 million off the Moderna vaccine long term from what I've researched. And so what Rand Paul got into with him is he said there is not any study that's showing – no symptomatic reinfections. Basically, there's nothing that's showing people that have gotten COVID and recovered from COVID are infecting anybody else or they are catching it again or they are causing any type of spread. So he said, why are you telling people 
that have been either vaccinated or they have already contracted the virus and recovered that they still have to wear masks when there is zero research. And he said, what studies do you have that people who have been infected are spreading the infection? If they're not spreading the infection, isn't this just theater? If you've already recovered or you've had a vaccine, but you're still wearing two masks, this is theater. And Fauci got back and goes, Look, here we go again with the theater. Let's get down to facts. You're not taking in the concept of variants now. Here we go. He goes, now we have to worry about the COVID variants that are coming about, and we don't know what we're going to do with those. And Rand Paul goes, okay, 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 variants, wild variants that you're bringing up. He goes, what research do you have? that shows you have anybody that has contracted COVID and recovered or they've been vaccinated that have contracted a wild variant strain of this COVID. And Fauci basically couldn't answer the question, deflected it very, very quickly into basically trying to make Rand Paul sound like he didn't know anything that he was talking about. But again, never answered the question. And so what Fauci is pretty much doing here now is his argument is that essentially – What he's trying to play out, if you look at this, is that nobody's ever going to be able to not wear a mask ever because there's going to be variants. If in one year we had three variants, how many variants are we going to have in the next two, three, four years? We're going to have 30, 40, 50 variants of COVID running around now, and everybody's supposed to stay terrified because of wild variants that Fauci babbles on about. That's exactly what he is implying. So it is time now that we either figure out if somebody's sick, they stay at home. If you're not sick, live your life. There's no reason to be shutting down businesses, locking down countries, shutting down businesses from being able to operate and make money, telling people that they have to wear two masks. There's none. If we allow natural immunity to take place, which I think we've already started to see in the United States, this is over with. But the problem with it is, remember, Fauci is no longer going to make as much money, and he's not going to get his narcissist claim to fame on television every single day if this is over with. This man has become addicted to doing interviews. This is why when he did that interview with the Mexican comedian the other day, he walked into a whole bunch of questions that he could not answer. He even started sweating. Started wiping his sweat off. You could tell he started getting nervous because he couldn't answer them. Started jumping around it, trying to deflect answers again. Well, that's because he took that interview because he is a narcissist. He wants to tell everybody what to do all the time, regardless if there is any scientific backing, regardless if there is anything to support his claim. He wants to do it. So understand what you're dealing with here from a psychological standpoint with some of these individuals that are trying to tell you what you can and can't do with your life. And always remember, free men don't ask permission. Nobody asks to go outside. Free men don't ask to open up their business, nor do free men ask to be able to travel freely. And as soon as America realizes that and you wake up this sleeping giant, Fauci is going to be a figurehead that has no teeth and can do absolutely nothing. But we first have to take back our aspect of consent. The same thing goes with Bill Gates, that clown boy. He's had he's the exact same way. That's why he's gone on numerous interviews and loves to tell everybody what he can do. We're now finding out from research now that the one point nine trillion dollar covid relief package that bumbling buffoon Biden signed as a provision to provide three and a half billion dollars to straight give away to the Bill Gates global fund to fight AIDS, tuberculosis and malaria. I kid you not. 
Nothing to even do with COVID in that sense. On page 613 of the package, it's slated, and I quote, 3.75 billion, that's not million, it's billion with a B, to be made available to the Department of State to support a program for the prevention, treatment, and control of HIV and AIDS in order to prevent and prepare to respond, including to mitigate the impact on such programs, of which not less than 3.5 billion shall be for the United States contribution to go directly to the global fund to fight AIDS, tuberculosis, and malaria, which Bill Gates is the top controller of in that organization. Literally handing him three and a half billion dollars. You want to know, and this is why dad says all the time, you want to know how these guys get to the top end billionaire boys club and they're worth tens of billions of dollars? It's not because they start their own company out of their garage and work unbelievably hard and build their workplace and end up paying all of their taxes and build a great company and then sell it. You don't make tens of billions of dollars doing that as a direct individual. You have all types of direct help from the government, from contractors, from grants, from funds, and of course, as we see here, $3.5 billion that the taxpayers directly funding now in the COVID bill to help Bill Gates figure out how to fight AIDS, tuberculosis, and malaria, many of which he has directly contributed to, especially polio, which we have seen in India now, which by the way, India kicked him out of their country and filed a human rights violation on him, and he has refused to go back to India to address those charges on him because of the polio vaccine that he distributed in India, which actually directly caused a huge spread of polio to occur among children. Look it up and do your own research. And then if that doesn't get it any better, that doesn't get it any better, the bill that was signed in December that allowed people to basically have a little bit more money. The people in Congress basically signed on to this, and there was a funding for a group called the Gavi Alliance, which is a global health partnership and private sector organization promoting immunization for all. The group said it had deals in place for nearly 2 billion doses of vaccine. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is the core partner in that group. Imagine that. And they were given in that bill out of the $900 billion coronavirus relief fund in December, Pelosi and Schumer touted an additional $3.36 billion for Gavi, the International Vaccine Alliance that Bill and Melinda Gates are the main partners in that group. So just in the last three months, Bill Gates has pretty much acquired through his foundation $7.5 billion of taxpayer money now directly to his foundations that he now has pretty much full control of to do whatever he wants to do. Remember, when you get grants, there is really no strings attached to them. It's one thing if you get a loan. When you get a grant, you pretty much can do anything you want with those funds once you get them. There is no restrictions on it. There's really no caveats on it really because – you can pretty much spend it the way you want. And once the government gives it to you, they don't really care what you do with it. The money's gone. Look always where the money goes. You follow the money 
and you'll follow who's behind almost all of this right now between Fauci and Bill Gates, literally probably poised to make billions of dollars off this pandemic at the expense of the entire world while lying to us through their teeth repeatedly. So I was glad to see Rand Paul call out Fauci like that in the Senate hearing. You could tell Rand Paul was getting notably flustered because Fauci just continued to deflect and all kept saying, oh, the wild variants, the wild variants, we're not addressing variants here. What are we going to do? We're going to. Here's what he said. He goes, "What are we going to talk about variants and keep wearing masks for years now because of variants? How far is this going to go?" So I wanted to bring that up this morning and show you guys the lunacy and hypocrisy that knows no bounds right now that hardly anybody else wants to talk about in the you know basically mainstream media at all. That's why it's so important the alternative media address this stuff, bring it up, and bring you the real truth of what's happening, Dan. What do you think? Awesome. That was excellent. Now, you said that Fauci was going to make $440 million of the highest paid employee in the federal government. I think you mean 440000 and the other hundreds of millions he's going to make was going to be on the investments yes, he has I in the vaccines. Yes, yeah. 440000 okay. is federal budget. I apologize. Highest paid no, no, that, no, that's okay. I want to make sure we clarify that with everybody. Uh, Austin's 100% right, and, we, and we've talked about the Billionaire Boys Club so many times here on the show. And people have to have funding from international banks. They have to have government subsidies. They have to have government contracts. They have to have government funds. They have to have government grants if they really want to push into this billionaire boys club. Look at Donald Trump. Multiple bankruptcies, multiple bankruptcies, multiple bankruptcies, bankrupted on billions of dollars, and the banks paid him off, paid off his bills, paid off his debt, basically, to the people they wanted to pay off. The rest of them were just basically defrauded. So – it's, it's a game that they play at the highest level in the international banks. This is how Rockefeller was funded. This is how Carnegie was funded. This is how all these major players 100 years ago were funded, except for Henry Ford. He didn't play that game with these guys. And what happened to him is they basically cut back his funding on his dealers as far as what they call inventory uh, financing. They call it floor planning. And they decided they were only going to floor plan the cars for his dealers if Ford basically signed over controlling interest of his corporation, the Ford Motor Corporation, to the international banks, which he refused to do. And from that point on, he was unbelievably hateful and hated the international banking cartels for what they had done to him. So he did it on his own. He really did. But I tell you what, it would have been a lot easier for him had he gone ahead and capitulated and let them have controlling interest. Look at General Motors a few years ago. I mentioned this the other day. Five billion dollars in basically financed loans, you know, from the government, and suddenly they were paid off. Suddenly they were paid off, and nobody ever talked about where the money came from. Well, we already know who the money came from. It came from the international banking community that now controls and owns General Motors. It's what they always do. Now, I'm going to take you down a rabbit hole right now, and, and because Austin had me started on this, and I want to go ahead and finish it now because he got me going with this whole thing with Fauci and Gates. Fauci was also involved and telling everybody that the AIDS epidemic was transferable to just casual contact and being in the same household with people who had AIDS. Fauci did that too. He instituted a giant panic years and years ago about AIDS by giving out all kinds of false information. Now, Fauci's going to end up being a billionaire because he's in the Billionaire's Boys Club before this is all over with. The problem is, again, he's just another mouthpiece for the international banking community, which runs the entire planet. Now, I want to say something to you, and and this is really important that we get this clear. You know, what we're doing here is we're moving into a transhumanistic society, and they're doing it through vaccines. 
and they're doing it through this false flag. I'm coming out right now, and I'm telling you the the COVID pandemic is a false flag. The COVID itself is real. It's very, very real. It'll kill you deader than a rattlesnake if you're deficient in D, C, potassium iodine, zinc, or if you have a comorbidity. They know that. Fauci worked with Wuhan laboratories, a Wuhan laboratories that was called gain of function on this, in which they took SARS and AIDS, HIV, and they added those components to gene splicing to the coronavirus to make it basically much deadlier. The problem is it mutated, and it's not as bad as it was in the very beginning. It's not like we're going to be affected with Ebola from this particular coronavirus. Now, they're working on Ebola. Just let you guys know that. They're doing the best they can to find a way to make Ebola unbelievably deadly, and so it won't mutate and change and lose its ability to kill people. So that'll be something else they'll be releasing to us. This, I'm just letting you guys know that. And I've told you for years and years and years it's going to be a bioweapon. Here we find ourselves being given a false flag, what's happening all over the world and the entire planet being shut down with control. Now, what they're going to do is they're going to use the biotech. Remember, this virus, this, this vaccine is an RNA vaccine. It's not a true, it's not a true vaccine, but they're going to do more than that. Before long, they've got the chip technology now that they can use with injectables, nanotechnology. Nanotechnology is expanding so rapidly that if you read about it right now, it's probably outdated by 20 to 40 years. It's that far advanced. It's probably hundreds of years advanced. And this is technology of control. And they've learned how to download this stuff into human bodies now and actually go into the cells. This is what an RNA vaccine does. Apparently, it has no limits. We need to understand that this is taking humanity onto a path that's going to be transhumanistic. And that, that vaccines will become mandatory and it's going to be on a continuing basis, essentially forever, that are going to continue to change us genetically. This is going to allow them to come in and put certain frequencies through their 5G, 6G network, which is going to change brainwave, brainwave patterns to allow them to control us. Just like it was in Genesis chapter 6, when every thought of every man was evil all the time. I'm giving you guys a lot right now, stuff I haven't covered before. But that's so important that you understand that this is what they're doing to us. They're intentionally taking us back to Genesis chapter 6. That's the times of Noah. Now, Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon the return of the Son of Man, which is Jesus. And this is where they're taking us to and forcing it to the rise of the Antichrist. They want to be able to go in with their chipped technology and change every one of you to make you think evil thoughts all of the time and program you that way. Apparently, the entities that live on the other side of the veil, and we know all that's true now because of CERN, they use the energy that's negative from us to feed themselves as Satan runs about as a roaring lion seeking those whom he may devour. And you think, well, this is all crazy. Well, yeah, it's all crazy, but I'm going to tie another piece of this puzzle together now, and I want you guys to stay with me. And, again, we're going to be one of the only shows that's ever going to talk about this. And why? Well, nobody wants to talk about the Zionist control of the world. They don't. They don't want to talk about any of this stuff. Why? Because it goes against the Schofield Bible. It goes against Zionist Christian TV. It goes against pretty much every 
Baptist pastor in the pulpit and what they preach as far as the rapture. So nobody wants to talk about it. But let's let's go there for one minute. Actually, it'll take me about 15 minutes to go through this. And I'm kind of letting Austin him, him, give him a heads up to be about 15 more minutes. But what's interesting about this is, you know, we have to realize that these false flags, they're more effective at controlling people than having a war. Now, what, what do I mean by that? Traditionally, the business of starting wars has been a long, arduous process of geopolitical and economic manipulations and numerous provocations. But with the war on terror, it has become much faster and easier for folks that really run things to start wars so they can make huge war profits and further extend their power. Think about it. It first started with Lyndon Baines Johnson. I knew that sick pervert. He was a sicko. He was one of the filthiest presidents we've ever had. Unbelievable. He decided he's going to start a war on poverty. And then we had a war on drugs. Then we had a war on cancer. Then we had a war on terror. Now, the military-industrial complex basically wins and gets direct profits from all of this stuff because they're able to continue to expand themselves. These are gladio-style inside false flag attacks on America. Now, these have been doing that. They've been this is being done by the international banking community. That's who's doing this. They're the cabalists. They are the ones that live in a non-extradition country called Israel. This is one of the primary reasons that Israel was developed, that these guys can do whatever they want to do, and they can never be taken out and extradited to another country. There are no extradition treaties with Israel, period. So they can go into Israel, they can stay in Israel, and they cannot be taken out of Israel. One of the primary reasons that the Costa Nostra, the Jewish mafia, wanted to use Zionism and the Schofield Bible to develop the country of Israel. You've got to understand what that's why it was done, one of the primary reasons. But, you know, once the American leaders saw what happened with the false flag 9-11, the Gladio-type false flag, which is basically what happened in Europe after World War II, Operation Gladio, Operation Condor in South America, in which they would actually hire militia groups, war groups, to set off bombs all over Europe to try to, quote-unquote, stop the spread of communism to continue to have their funding come in. It's all false flags. A false flag is like in the old days, in the old ship days, a pirate ship would fly the flag of Great Britain, and then as soon as they got close to the Great Britain ship and they had their armaments ready to go and their cannons ready to fire, in many cases, but not every case, they would drop the flag of Great Britain and put up a pirate flag, but that happened very rarely. They would actually leave the British flag up, go beside another British warship, and just start blasting it, and they thought they were a friendly ship. So they weren't even prepared to return fire. That's called a false flag. You're using the flag of another country to prove that you're allies with that country, but you start a conflict with that country under a false flag. That's where that term came from. But once American leaders did this false flag job, That was done by the Mossad, if you want to call it out for who it was. It wasn't the Muslims. On 9-11, they were allowed to start an illegal, unconstitutional, unprovoked war in the Middle East, creating massive profits for the banksters and their crony corporations. It also makes it very, very clear they can bring this war on terror back to the United States and do increasingly, increasingly, increasingly more draconian lockdown measures here in the United States, culminating now with people walking around with masks – Entire states have closed down. Entire communities have been destroyed. Entire corporations have been destroyed. 
because of the shutdown of everybody. And now we have a situation here where this group of people have basically used Homeland Security, which is basically a foreign-operated, illegal, unconstitutional espionage front based out of APAC and ADL and Southern Poverty Law Center that is run by the Mossad. You think, that ain't true, Ted. It ain't true. Okay, let's stop for a second. We know that Jeffrey Epstein was Mossad and he worked for Israel and he has over a hundred, over a thousand actually of our congressmen and leaders and judges and senators blackmail with children or with whores or with drugs on audio and videotape. That's Israel doing that, guys. We pretend like it's not, but that's who it is. But you won't hear this on the media. You won't hear this on 99.99% of all other alt media. Israel did this. He worked for Israel, and he still does. He's not dead. Mossad doesn't kill Mossad. I told you that from the very, very beginning. It's the same dual citizen traitors, 60 to 70, 50 to 70, dual citizens like Chucky Schumer in the United States Senate and House that are continuing to commit treason and sedition for helping these foreign entities to control the United States. That's why it needs to be made illegal. You know, and we need to understand that all of this stuff has happened and has been happening for the past hundred years. In World War One, we realized that World War One was brought to an end through the Balfour Declaration, which allowed the City of London banksters to make a deal with the British government, to make a deal with the United States, to allow Palestine to become Israel, to give them a homeland so they could not be extradited. I'm not saying that there aren't Jews out there that wanted Israel to go to as a place of basically, you know, safety and security and a place to call home. Because there are always Jews out there that have nothing to do with any of this stuff. What I'm talking about right now is the synagogue of Satan. They claim to be Jews, but they are not. This is who the group is that does all of this. But these world Zionists, they were empowered by the city of London Rothschild banksters. They can, they gain control of the American money supply manufacturing and distribution system in 1913. By doing so, they were able to gain control over the American political system because they had enough money to buy or bribe or blackmail almost every elected official and U.S. government official. And that remains true today, as I just mentioned to you with Jeffrey Epstein. And this is the, this, this Costa Nostra, this, this Jewish mafia is the world's largest and its most lethal evil crime syndicate. It is. And it ties together all of these other crime syndicates to the international bankers in order to distribute $1.5 trillion of Afghan heroin all over the world every year. Probably higher than that now. When Donald Trump took office, there were approximately 500 square miles of Afghan heroin in production, poppies, in Afghanistan. After he took office, they increased it to 1,000 square miles of poppy production. Massively increasing the amount of opium they could make. So this is where we find ourselves right now in this world being run by drugs and organized crime. And when Germany was dragged into World War One, it was a long process of economic manipulation. After the war, we had the Versailles Treaty and these same international bankers hyperinflated the money in Germany with the Weimar Republic to basically destroy Germany. It's what they did in World War One. Well, this set the stage for Adolf Hitler. And when he came in, he was, again, another Rothschild banker-controlled crony and was supported and financed by the banks. And this could be proven. Look what happened with the British, French, and Belgian troops that were trapped at Dunkirk. This is May the 26th of June the 4th in 1940. He let them be taken to England. There were approximately 400,000 troops. 
that were sent back to England to fight Germany again because Hitler was being controlled by the international bankers, and he did not want war with England. He wanted England to go together with Germany and go after Russia. The problem is Russia and the Soviet Union was developed via the international banking cartels with Stalin and Lenin, and they financed that. And I guess Hitler thought that they could turn against the Russians and the communists. But they didn't do it. They turned against Germany. Say, well, that ain't true, Ted. Okay, all right, stop. Germany and Russia, and I've told you this a hundred times, they both invite, invaded simultaneously Poland. And England only declared war on Germany, not on Russia. And Germany was trying to get back their land that had been taken from the Versailles Treaty, in which many German citizens were trapped behind Polish borders and being horribly mistreated by the Polish government, and Germany wanted to free those citizens. Russia took the other part of Poland, but England ignored it. Why? Because they were already in league with Stalin and Lenin and all of the rest of them because they had financed through the banksters in London the World War I takeover of Russia through basically the destruction of the royal family and Tsar Nicholas in Russia. The same group did this, guys. They were playing both sides. Now, these banksters, basically, they also were instrumental in helping Japan become a state-of-the-art war machine that unleashed its evil on China with the rape of Nanking, which was at that, that point the, 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 the head part of the, uh, the capital of China. It was so bad with Nanking, but half a million people were killed, murdered, and raped that most of the history books have basically not even talked about it. And this is basically what happened with Hiroshima and Nagasaki. These same banksters, after Japan was bombed and destroyed with these two port cities, they bought Nagasaki and Hiroshima up with pennies on the dollar, and now they're two of the largest manufacturing strongholds in Japan. It's always the same guys that do this. And then once Japan was dependent on the banksters' iron, oil, raw materials for war manufacturing provided by America, the trap was set. And the U.S. Navy, according to the now research that's been put out in the main public venues as far as there's no longer a secret with it. They basically, FDR, set up an eight-point point, eight point treaties, a seven-year plan to manipulate Japan into full-scale war against America, which is another giant false flag that happened with Paul Pearl Harbor. The banks just set it up, and basically they took out the flat tops, the aircraft carriers, and they left the battleships, which were old and outdated, and they, at that point, allowed the Japanese to come in. FDR and his military advisors figured they needed a body count of at least 2,500 dead sailors to get the war going, and they got that on December the 7th. Now, remember, guys, they knew they were going to be attacked. They were told repeatedly they were going to be attacked. The spotters in the Pacific told them that they, the whole Japanese convoy was on the way, but they did nothing. They did nothing. And then in Germany, at the end of the war, some of the top Nazis, they never, ever surrendered. They went right straight into Operation Gladio. I've talked to you guys about this in length. In addition to that, they invested and gained control of over 750 of the world's largest international corporations because, again, they were being banker-supplied, banker-controlled. It's all tied together, and we need to understand that every single terror attack pretty much inside of the U.S. has been a false flag promoted by these same guys. Two years before the end of World War II, the top Nazis, two of the top Nazis, Gellin and Mueller and Klammer, three of them, negotiated and entered into a secret agreement with American British intel. They felt betrayed by Hitler. 
And they were astounded by his incompetence and felt that the war effort was doomed, even with their advanced weapons, due to the incredible air assault on Germany by the Allies. And they knew this, and so they continued to work with the Allies. That's why Hitler and Eva Brown were taken away. They never died in the bunker. It never happened. It's all a bunch of lies. They went to Argentina, and all of this stuff continued to be developed. These Nazis had a lot of had a lot of information to offer the American people. How'd they get that? They had very advanced alien ET extraterrestrial knowledge gained from contract with the Viril Maidens, which included a bell containing counterspinning mercury that had the ability to go ahead and float in the air, and it was anti-gravity technology. Oh, yeah, they had all of that 70, 80, 90 years ago because they were dealing with these extraterrestrials. We would call them fallen angels on this show and demons and all kinds of other stuff from the other side of the veil. Remember, the Bible tells us that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against all of these entities and all of these things on the other side. That's what the world is being controlled by, who work with these international, basically, banksters who are Satanists, who are all Kabbalists, who basically use human sacrifice and the drinking and spilling of blood and adrenochrome and all the other things to gain all types of knowledge and control over the population. The entire United States is under a mind control spell right now. You say, well, that's not true, Ted. Why do you say stuff like that? Because the Bible says it. It says that the people have been blinded by the God of this age. That's what the Word says. And as we see it in the United States, particularly with Christians. That's why they won't believe and know the truth. That's why you can sit and talk to somebody about what I'm talking about right now, and they will look at you like a calf at a new gate, completely blank. They have no idea what you're talking about, and you can sit there and give them research, 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 and they won't take their mask off. There you go. That brings it right back home, doesn't it? They won't take their mask off because they're being mind-controlled by a giant energy field manipulation that's being done by the wizards, the warlocks, the witches, and the weirdos of this new world order who work for Lucifer. Of course, they don't call him that. They call him Einstein. They think he's a giant snake in a tree, and the universe is a giant tree with a thousand billion points of light, and that you have to have more light in the tree. And the only way you have more light with the tree, you have to talk to one of their dozen or so archangels underneath Einstein and pretend to have simulated sex with him while you're praying. That's why you see these guys rocking back and forth when they're praying. You see them rocking back and forth. They're simulating a sex act. Mind, this, this, this is all of, this, 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 this is a mind spell they're putting on people. And see, this is the group that runs the planet. And, and we need to realize the Nazis had a secret intel network that basically had infiltrated Stalin's Bolshevik Russia. And they, they worked together with Operation Paperclip to help bring these Nazi scientists into Russia and also into the United States via Operation Paperclip. This is what they did. And, you know, and we have to understand that Gellin and Mueller, the two German basically generals, set up most of the modern American intel, including the CIA. But they ran most American and British intel during the first part of the Cold War. And, of course, Clamour maintain control, at least partially, over this technology from the Bell and anti-gravity technology and the secret program at NASA and deep within unacknowledged contractor-run secret space war programs working with the Bell and other anti-gravity generators. They've had that technology for over 80 years. And I know I've never talked to you guys about this stuff, but gosh, there's some things that I really don't want to go into. 
But this is it. Clamor, you think about it, well, he's a good guy. He wasn't a good guy. He had every other, all of his other top Nazi scientists who worked with the Bell, he had them all killed, all murdered, because he didn't want that technology getting into the hands of the Soviets or anybody he didn't want to have the hand get it into. And this is the group that has been running the planet for, oh my gosh, the group that actually does the satanic stuff. They've been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. This is the same group they had at Stoneheads. It's the same group. This is the Druids. And remember, Churchill was a Druid. This is the same group that has controlled the planet for thousands and thousands of years. It's the same group that had gotten every thought of every man basically evil all of the time in Genesis chapter 6. Remember it says, the Bible says, the fallen angels were here before and after the flood. They, were, they, haven't, they didn't leave, guys, and they're still controlling world politics. This is the synagogue of Satan, and we need to understand where we are here. And this is why now they're using Fauci, bobblehead Fauci, as a false flag front to tell the American people, you'll never get away from the masks You'll never, ever, ever, ever stop getting vaccines. You have to have a booster shot every 20 or 30 or 40 or 60 days. You have to maintain your injections. Why? Because they have to constantly maintain a DNA change in you. They want to change you. They want to make you something else. And people just sit there and they don't even think about the fact of what they're being injected in. That's why the Second Amendment, and Austin's talked about this, and I've talked about this so much on this show. It's a problem for these guys. It really is a problem because we not only have the ability to say no, we have the ability to say no, I'm not giving you my weapons, and no, you're not going to make me a bootlicker, and no, I would rather die on my feet than crawl and beg on my knees for the rest of my life. And that's what they're against. That's why they want the white people gone. That's why they want black patriots gone and Hispanic patriots gone and white patriots gone and the Protestants gone because they don't want anybody talking about Jesus because he is the author. He is the finisher. He is the perfecter of our faith. To him, all things are held together. And they know that if Christians come together in aggregate, we can defeat these guys, these demons, or whatever you want to call them instantaneously by the power of prayer, which releases scalar energy into the ionosphere. They know we can take this whole system down, and they don't want to have that. They know that Christ is the answer for everything. You remember on these alien abductions, guys, when a person's a true Christian and they call on the name of Jesus, they're put back into their homes, they're not touched because they're afraid Jesus is going to show up, these abductors. They know Jesus is very, very, very real. They got that. And they understand who he is, and through him all things are held together, that he's the son of the most high God. He's part of the Godhead. They understand that, and that's why they hate Christians. That's why they have subverted Christianity and brought all of these name it, claim it, blab it, grab it goons into Christianity who all they care about is the money they bring in and the lifestyle they obtain. That's all they care about. They don't care about anything I've told you today, and they don't care about Jesus in most cases. Why? Because they don't even know who the true Jesus is. Half these guys that I know at the highest level, they're terribly morally compromised. Look at Jerry Falwell Jr., swinger clubs with his wife. There's a major pastor that I knew in Atlanta, and Austin knew him. He liked to screw little boys and young men. 
Oh, yeah, he ended up dying, too. Everybody believes he died of AIDS. All of this stuff, he was that made national news. He was involved. Massive lawsuit by these guys he had raped, sodomized. I've seen it over and over and over again. And that's why our relationship can't be based with a person. It has to be made with the Most High God through a blood covenant with Jesus Christ. That's it. That's the only answer we've got. Because all of this false flag stuff, this has been going on for thousands and thousands of years. And the only light we had in history, this is it. This is the only light, is when Jesus Christ came and he said, except that you come through me, there is no salvation. You've got to go through Jesus. Walk in love. Walk in peace. Walk in harmony. And the Catholic Church, as compromised as it became, at least kept Christendom together for 1,500 years, and they don't want any Christendom on this planet. All they want is total heathen, satanic, hedonistic control, and they brought you a bunch of that into the United States by destroying nationalism and Christianity with the Frankfurt School and Zionism and the Schofield Bible. And that's where we find ourselves right now. So I was talking to our producer this morning, Todd, and, you know, I'd said so. I said, you know, so many of these alternative talk shows won't tell the truth. He goes, you're right. And see, that's the problem. Why? If they were all talking like I'm talking right now and telling you guys this stuff, we could change this mess. But they won't even discuss it. They don't want to be an anti-Semite. Woo! Oh, my gosh. Whatever. But we can't talk about how the Israeli soldiers shoot Palestinian children and women and helpers across the strip there for sport to see if they can get more points, I guess, and more chalks on their Bible – or not their Bible, their, their, their weapons, their stocks. I wish they were using the Bible. They could clean that mess up over there except Christ. They basically want to destroy everything that God made through Jesus Christ. That's the goal. Now they have their non-extradition country. They can do whatever they want to do, and they're dual citizens in Congress. So they can control the United States. It's like the perfect storm, and here we are. It's upon us. But yet people won't look at it for what it is. You've got to see it. The only thing we have here, you can't keep your hearts and minds on cue, CIA psychop. you got to keep your hearts and your minds on Jesus because he is and always has been the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith. He is the great I am. <sighs> Austin, what do you think, bud? That was really well said. You You took what I did and you elaborated even further and much better. And so this is why I wanted to start this kind of conversation show off this Friday about what we discussed at the beginning, how it's being done as a psychop, and then Dad took it to a whole other level of truth. And so this is where we're at right now. For example, you know how long are people going to continue to allow themselves to be told what to do? California now has the California Attractions and Parks Associations, the CAPA. They have now stated that starting April 1st, they're going to allow theme parks to reach 15% capacity and reopen. Ooh, okay, 15% capacity. Ooh. Now, yeah, that being said, that being said, you're probably not going to have any lines. So you're going, okay, 15% capacity, wow, there's not going to be any lines. I can ride everything as much as I want. Sounds pretty cool. Well, yeah. Until what they tell you to do. They're basically doing the exact same thing Disney's done in steroids, and basically, but doing it on steroids. They're now saying that all theme park visitors should at all times avoid activities that increase the spread of COVID, such as singing, shouting, heavy breathing, 
raising one's voice, and yelling in any manner. Visitors will also be mandated to wear masks on rides in order to mitigate the effects of shouting at all times. <laughs> can't even make this up. So as April, 4, as April 1st goes on, theme parks in California will be allowed to open 15% capacity. They followed up by shortly telling the populace that we hope you stay safe and you're required to wear a mask at all times, and then it going into what I talked about, the responsible reopening plan. So you can go. Just remember, even during the summer, when it's unbelievably hot, you got to wear a mask at all times. You can't shout. You can't talk loud. You especially can't sing, and you better not heavy breathe. I mean, you get caught heavy breathing in a mask while you're on a roller coaster, you're gone. You're gone. You're not coming back. No refunds. You're kicked out. You're done. Guys, you can't even make up this stuff if you were making a comedy film. I'm not joking. I mean, you think about what we've been told and what we've been subjected to for last year. You couldn't make a movie about it. It would be asinine. People would go, that's the stupidest movie I've ever seen in my life. Why would anybody ever go along with that? That's, that is that is idiotic. Well, yeah, here we are. Well, I got another one for you. You guys are going to love this one in Wisconsin now. As we've seen the encroachment of the police state into the public education system. And as we've talked about in the past, schools across the country are increasingly hiring law enforcement officers to do the job that teachers and guidance counselors once did. You know, they can't have law enforcement security to protect the kids from a possible shooting or from a possible terrorist or from a possible Mossad agent coming into the school like we saw down in Parkland. That's too much work. But hey, if a kid chews bubble gum on the wrong side of the sidewalk or, hey, the kid doesn't wear his backpack properly or, hey, the kid chews a Pop-Tart in the shape of a gun, nah, you're done. You're getting detained. You're going to jail if you say anything to me, boy. Eight-year-olds better learn how to follow the law. That's where we're at right now. The tendency of school systems to rely on police state has now increased in the last 12 months thanks to the complete and total fake pandemic, They have spread fear throughout the entire country. The following scenario in Wisconsin shows exactly how bad it's getting. Anyone who has children attending these online classes know how difficult it can be to maintain schedules and communications, even when you have a uh, computer and reliable Internet. However, if you take reliable Internet out of the process, the struggle to maintain an online class presents itself to be almost impossible. Now, I remember back when I was in the graduate program, when I was originally in my undergrad program, Online classes really didn't exist. They had a few of them, far and few between, but nobody really took them because, quite frankly, I lived on campus. Why the heck am I going to take a class in my room when I can go to the classroom you know, half a mile across campus? When I was in the master's program, my MBA program, they started doing basically hybrid classes where some of the class would be in class and some of the class would be online. They did this primarily because the majority of people in the MBA program is an accelerated program that was two years long. Primarily, almost everybody, all of us in there, were working adults. You know, we weren't in school anymore as far as that was our, our main description for our life. So they did it and it kind of helped out a little bit. But one thing I found out very quickly is, yeah, it made it really difficult a lot of times with online learning to get stuff done. Now, the difference was back then, the hybrid classes, there really wasn't any Zoom meetings or anything like crappy like that. We had to go online, you know, do basically different assignments, go in group chats and stuff like that and work out projects. So overall, it was still pretty moderate. I can't imagine right now doing class six, seven hours a day, all day long, sitting on a Zoom class meeting and trying to keep internet, trying to keep the computer, trying to keep focus much as that the entire time while you got somebody staring at you in a camera monitoring everything you do. I talked to a buddy of mine the other day, and he was taking online classes, and uh, they are basically now 
forcing a lot of the students when they do online classes, they have to go into like a Zoom, a, a like conference call meeting on camera. They have to put a mirror up behind them now in class to make sure nobody's cheating when they're taking exams. When they're taking exams, they have to have a mirror up behind them, and they have a specific amount of time, and their active computer has to be active the entire time. So, I mean, they can't be on their phone playing or anything like that. That's how far it's gotten. Well, these children that are struggling with online learning, Wisconsin's basically took it upon themselves to pretty much start extorting them. They found, hey, you know what? We pretty much don't have anything else to do right now. Our school system's only getting $130 billion nationally, and the COVID bill just got passed. We'll figure out how to make more money. We'll just start extorting children. A new report came out of The Guardian exposing an insidious scheme by police and school officials to find students who missed too many classes. Tracy Higgins was one of the parents who was shocked when police showed up at her home to issue her teenage son a four hundred and thirty nine dollar truancy fine for missing zoom meetings for class higgins told the guardian the reason for the online absence was due to faulty school technology including a chromebook that wouldn't charge but police in the school district reportedly did not care deborah pratt another mother of the same district was also confronted by armed agents of the state who showed up at her home to give her the same type of four hundred thirty nine dollar truancy ticket her son Jackson racked up 28 unexcused absentee days online, including while he was battling COVID at home. Not joking. Law enforcement did not care. According to the report by The Guardian, feuds between frustrated parents and school administrators are playing out all across the country as the pandemic, pandemic, academic disruptions reach the one-year mark. States continue to enforce laws that require families to send their children to school or face steep fines of punishment for unexcused absences, including fines and arrests possibly now. Mark Holzman, the district superintendent, explained that children who can't afford to pay off this $439 fine, they must work it off then. By slave labor, essentially, is what he implies but doesn't directly say. They can work at $10 an hour by performing community service. That means a kid, a teenager, now on top, if he has another job, and on top of being in school, now has to work 43 hours of slave community labor to pay off his child who's already struggling to pay off online classes. They told Higgins they sent her a letter. That if she did not pay the fine or her child did not work it off, that they would suspend her license. I'm not joking, guys. You can go look this up right now in The Guardian, what's happened in Wisconsin. The mother says she now has hired an attorney, which cost her over $1,000, an attempt to try to get these fines dropped. My friends, is this even America anymore? Is this even where we're – I mean, what, why in the world would you have your kids in a public school system anymore? I'm flat out honest. I, 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 it boggles my mind. What they are doing to them, what they are conditioning them with, what they are exposing to them with, and then on top of that, you have a completely and totally debased, irregular, inefficient curriculum that does nothing but teach them how to follow orders, including the Common Core that Obama put into place, including this online nonsense they're forcing them to stay involved in, including this transgender ideology they're forcing them to be exposed to and learn, especially in California, my friends. It's time we either stand up, you guys, I'm picturing a lot of people that are involved in this because I refuse to get involved in the public school system. I will not do it under any circumstances. It's done. That This right now is proven to me it does not matter. 
you have to figure out or find a way to get your kids in either a private school, a Christian school, a charter school, or some type of other curriculum, including homeschooling, to figure out how to handle this. Because until American parents stop submitting to this tyranny, they're going to keep forcing more and more compliance on our children all across this country until we're going to reach a point. Our kids are going to wake up one day in 5, 10, 15, 20 years, and they're going to be brainwashed fools. They're not going to know history. They're not going to know Christianity. They're not going to know morals. They're not going to know ethics. They're not going to know a single doggone thing except how to follow orders and what the state tells them to do. You mark my words, that's exactly where this communist curriculum is going. Remember what they said in Germany, the Nazis said with Hitler, give me your youth and I will give you the future. They took the kids and they brainwashed them. They do this in every single regime. Russia was huge about it. You take the kids, you brainwash them. In 10 to 20 years, you have your brainwashed communist puppets that will do anything and everything that you tell them to do. This is so important. Why? We all continue to get the truth out there. We cannot sit idly by anymore. And if you do want to sit idly by, don't say anything about getting anything. I'm telling you that right now. I'm so sick of people that are wanting to demand their stimulus checks and demanding people pay their fair share of taxes and can't stand it when somebody says anything that's basically right wing, but then they don't want to stand up for anything. I'm done with it. I'm done with it right now. I'm sick of it. That's why I've, you guys know, if you guys heard the show for last year, I've had zero, zero compliance with masks. Zero. I will not do it. Because I learned from the research very quickly, from years of research that you can look up on our website at healthmasters.com, that Harrison, my brother, who's in law school right now, compiled an unbelievably efficient article on mask research. From the flu virus to other viral variants that have been around for decades, and they've done research from N95 masks to face coverings to cloth coverings all the way across. This is before COVID and showed there is no significant evidence at all that it stops the spread of a virus by wearing a mask. Primarily, one, most of them are not worn properly. B, majority of them are contaminated in a public environment. How many times have you seen people wearing their mask around their chin, then wearing it on their face, then pulling it down around their mask? You watch people do it all day long. They do it all day long. So everything you touch, everything you're exposed to, you're constantly touching your mask that now you are breathing in through a filter. Then you got the mask getting unbelievably wet. So it's building up bacteria, which increases your chance of bacterial pneumonia. And the biggest one, when you wear a mask, your body is not exposed to the pathogens, bacteria, and viruses that is naturally supposed to be exposed to every single day of your life that God gave you an incredibly good immune system with to protect yourself. And when you do that, you stop your body's ability to protect itself, and you start allowing it to cut all types of issues in its lungs. Now, there's one exception. If you have a serious, serious autoimmune deficiency, and you're basically have no immune system whatsoever, I would recommend if you go out in public and you're highly scared of this virus that you basically wear a double can A50 respirator with viral mask with viral filters on it. I mean that seriously. Or you wear a viral filter. If you were that concerned about it, you have that serious of an autoimmune. But wearing a little blue paper cloth over your face, an ear loop mask, when it blatantly tells you on the box it does not protect you against COVID or any viruses, Guys, it's a false sense of security. I told you about it. Me and my buddy Chase, we went to Publix with a 50 gas mask on and videotaped it for the heck of it to see what kind of response we could get. 
And quite frankly, I was shocked on how accepted it was. And we wore level 3A Kevlar helmets in just to top it off. And he wore night vision on top of his helmet. Don't even know why. Just to do it. And sadly enough, people were actually happy about it. People said, hey, man, I need to get one of those masks. It probably works a lot better than this thing I'm wearing. And you go, okay, are you kidding me right now? This was a joke. This this was a satire, and people actually were okay with it. But then it brought me to the next point. Could we have done this a year ago and walked in with Kevlar helmets, night vision, and A50 gas mask on and not probably had law enforcement called on us? Absolutely not. No way. That's how conditioned the populace has become to this now. So my friends, continue to wake up, stand for the truth, fight the good fight. I continue to encourage everybody to do so. If you need anything, please give us a call at Health Masters. We're always here Monday through Friday to help you out the best we can. Or feel free to email us at healthmasters.com in the contact form. Doing my best to keep up with those. I'm getting a lot of emails on them. A lot of them that are just comments or links they send me. I don't even respond to them. I'll be honest with you. I just, I can't, I don't have time. But again, if you have something important, the most active thing you can do is give us a call. Steve's extremely effective on the phones. He's very knowledgeable. He's worked with Ted for years. And so this is something we try to do at Health Masters. So if you need anything, be sure to check the website out. I told you again, the probiotic, 100 billion, best buy date on sale right now for 50% off. Never do this on stuff, but we got to move the product. I only had 60 left at the beginning of the show. They'll be gone by the end of the day. So if you want them, grab them. Also, too, be sure to check out the EyeSight Product of the Week and vote for what you want to see win next week on Product of the Week. I'll be on the Hagman's tonight, as always. Got a bunch more stuff we're going to be working on. Love being on the show with Doug. Thank you guys again for the support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome weekend. Stay prepared, my friends. Stay alert. Stay awake. Have a great time. And I'll talk to you again on this show Monday, as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.